You're listening to the Evolving Truths Podcast, featuring mother-daughter hosts, Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, where honest and vulnerable conversations about personal growth create a connection between all of us. You're invited to experience the transformation that occurs when we allow the truth of who we are to evolve. Hello, you beautiful heart and soul. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Alexis Ray, and this is the Evolving Truths Podcast. With me, as always, is my mama, Shannon Day. Hey, mom. Hey, Alexis Ray. You always always say Shannon Day. I'm like, I should say two names for you, too. How are you today, Miha? I'm doing well. I feel pretty good. I've had good energy today. Just trying to keep the momentum going. Nice. How are you doing? I'm good. Got up this morning and went to spin class. Good instructor. And it was 80s, 90s music. So back in my day, that was fun. It was a good way to start my day, getting my sweat on. Do you follow any of the Peloton coaches on social media? Like there's some pretty funny ones. I, I don't, but I did just start following someone and I'm not really sure how she came up trying to look at it on my phone right now. I have my contacts in, so bear with me briefly because small print is challenging. I think Christina, anyway, she's in Scottsdale. Her and her husband started a gym. However, I'm pretty sure I would die in that class. (laughs) It looks a lot of fun. I like watching her videos. Okay. Yeah. That's not at all what I was thinking, but I will find One, I'm trying to think of the guy. I don't remember his name, but like he's just hilarious. The comments that he makes and he's a Peloton coach. So people are, you know, watching him across the country with their like Peloton subscriptions and stuff. It's just so funny. I'll have Uh, to go look it up. Also with spin, I totally give you credit because that is just never like cycling has not been my jam really ever like mm. We used to mountain bike and I did like and enjoy that until I had too many concussions and then it just felt like my brain was bouncing around and it became so much less enjoyable. But even spin class, like I just, I got no love for that. Spin for me is something to do with a couple of my friends. So I enjoy that. Not like we can talk through class, but there's accountability. When I know I'm meeting someone there, it's a great way to like... That's what got me up this morning, right? I knew she was going to go whether I went or not. And I didn't want to be the one that didn't go. If I've either fallen off in my training or for some reason had to take a break in my training, spin is a nice way to get that consistency back. So that's what spin does for me. I do think it's fun though, that without even really thinking about it, or maybe we had already put it out there. We thought today that we would chat a little bit about social media. And so I love me telling you, Hey, spin. And you're saying, do you follow any of these? Because social media is the thing we wanted to chat about today. Or maybe you did that intentionally. Yeah. I can't claim that I didn't do that intentionally. I felt like it was a nice little plug. (laughs) It was a great segue into our discussion about social media. So mom, this topic really came up from you. Do you want to get us started? Sure. 
we have a list of topics and things that those in the evolving truths community have said, Hey, chat about this or us being out with friends and having conversations. So we make a list and write it down. I don't always remember why something came about or what struck me when I wrote it. I'm not a big social media person. I don't post often. I like to go in and follow and look at other things. These days I am finding I get mostly ads and starting to get super annoying, but it's like this past weekend, I had a great time out with a group of friends. We went on a little hike and then grabbed lunch, have some fun pictures from that. And I was thinking like, oh, I should put that, you know, on social media In December, had a friend out here, got to spend time on trails. She's definitely my trail running partner, which is awesome. And had great pictures from that, all with the intention of, I'm going to post this. I haven't. And now I'm like, well, I don't know. Can I still do that? I don't really know social media rules and how it all works. And so I guess some discussion around that. And then a pet peeve. Why do people do a post that is just like a rant, like like why? And what, that's a cool thing about our evolving truths community, because this is a space where we could do that. And if you have something you need to get off your chest, but to just make this rant on social media and then get people going, yeah, you're right. And and then it just snowballing into this thing. I, I don't know. I don't get it. And to me also, sometimes it just feels yucky. Okay. That's a lot to chew off. So we're going to break this down into pieces. Thank you for getting us started. Let's circle back to rules with social media. I don't know that there are any rules. If you were to follow social media gurus, I think a lot of them would just say, post whatever is authentic to you. If you're trying to provide a service, post something that adds value to your community so that people will want to follow you because if you're adding value, then they're going to come back for more. But as far as posting old pictures, yeah, girl, post away. People are posting photos from six months ago and saying it was yesterday. Like any content creator (laughs) is just going all the way back through their photos. All right. Noted posting based on what works for you, what you're interested in sharing. To me, social media has changed a lot in my life over the past couple of months because I started sharing more about my experience with my migraine flare and the attacks that I was having after the car accident. I wasn't able to do that. And when you have an invisible illness or you're just hold up in your house because you can't go outside. No one knows how hard it actually is. So I felt like I started posting more of that stuff just so that I could show the world that like it's not easy. And also, so those who maybe were dealing with the same things like didn't feel so alone. I started thinking about connection, Mm -hmm. being able to share your story, your experience, and you've had people reach out because of that who could relate to that. And 
it was a way to let someone else feel seen and heard. So I guess I'm having now to sit here a little bit and think about it is providing a place for people to be seen and heard and connection while it might look very different than what I've been used to in my lifetime. I think it's really good to reflect on that because social media to me is what you make of it now. And what you see and what you follow is up to you. It's up to your discretion. So if you're absorbing information or if you're being bombarded with things that don't make you feel good about yourself or don't fuel your cup in the way that you want to be fueled, then don't follow those accounts or don't engage with those pages because it's not adding anything to your life. I also think that it's a really incredible way to get exposed to things not in your norm. Mm -hmm. That is true. Comment reading is one of my most favorite activities when it comes to social media. As I read the posts, I'm kind of like, ooh, this is going to be fun. Like, I kind of know which ones then to go read the comments about. Sometimes I just go in to see what comments have been. But I will agree with you that there are times it's given me some things to think, oh, that's a different way of looking at that. Or I hadn't thought about that as well as like, oh, I agree with that. And other times, nope, definitely don't agree with that. So I appreciate you saying that. I mean, basically you could use them as search engines. I have used it to learn more about migraine disease and migraine attacks. I've used it to learn more about makeup, more about fitness. I've used it to learn about so many different things. There are people out there talking about all these things that I want to learn. And this is definitely off topic from like what we first started with, but it is how you use it. I'm going to go back to that ranting thing. I don't know, like when people put something and you read it and you're kind of like, they must mean this for someone. There are times we just need to get something off of our chest, out of our mind, out of our mouth. Does it have to be on social media? To those times when someone posts something that's, an issue, something that needs to be addressed, something that they want to draw attention to. I'm trying to think of an example of that. Around here, we're starting to have those little scooters and the bikes. People put their card in and then they can ride it. So many mixed thoughts about those. I find it quite annoying when I'm trying to walk down the sidewalk or come out of my house and there's, you know, two or three of them sitting there. And so I have seen some individuals posting about it saying like, think about those who maybe can't walk around it. Maybe they're having to travel the sidewalk in a wheelchair or a walker. I mean, I think about uh, my grandma who's 97 years old and she sometimes could get out with her walker and do a little walk around the neighborhood. If those were sitting there, she can't go up in the grass and get around it. So calling attention to and trying to get city officials to pay attention to that and listen to that. I don't know if it'd be a rant. So maybe the way that you rant, I guess, or what the rant is about. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely different styles of writing. You could write a productive rant with some type of outcome or proposed solution or proposition in it 
that's providing the facts of this is why this is such an inconvenience, as opposed to just getting on there and saying how terrible this is without thinking of an outcome or making a suggestion of what another alternative could be. I mean, the flip side of that coin, I was living in Denver when those scooters first came available. I loved them. I hadn't really thought about the accessibility that you just mentioned with wheelchairs and that type of thing. But I feel like at that time, I saw so many more people have access to transportation because of them Mm -hmm. that it would be like, oh, yeah, this is a no brainer. Like it's a cheap way to get around the city. You're not waiting for a bus. It's cheaper than Lyft. Like, In that sense, I could really see the pros to it. I obviously was a huge fan. I loved going fast down those things. I really haven't ridden one since the accident, but I loved them. I agree with you that it does increase travel opportunities for different individuals. And just thinking about the other side, which was something, as you just said, I had never thought about before until someone started posting about it. Completely different topic we could get to at one point, but they were like, I can't remember if the call out was to a city manager or to, I forget exactly who the call out was to, but it's like, what are you going to do about this to that point of expecting someone else to, or for this to be legislated or for some sort of law around this that makes it where someone can't, you know, just leave it in the middle of a sidewalk. I don't know, as humans sometimes just... Think about someone and something beside yourself again. Just put it out of the way, <laughs> like or put it back where you're supposed to, or just move it so that people still have access. Be courteous. Again. Yeah, I mean, different topic, but but again, I was using that as an example of a way to call attention to something that is an issue, raise awareness around something, opposed to when people just do a post to rant about something. At the same time, I feel like I'm contradicting myself a ton of this. I don't think I am. Maybe I should have been more specific about what I wanted to talk about with social media, but like there's a group that I'm in that it's for moms and moms just being able to like express frustration about things and have other moms go, yep, I get that. But maybe to me, that's like in that case, that's specifically what that place is for. So if that's working for people and it gives them that, great. But that's a totally different space than just posting on your wall. The other thing I was going to say or throw out there is I feel like in participating in different types of social media, there's Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat. I feel like Facebook is the place that you find the most rants. And Twitter also, I feel like Twitter chains, you can really go down the rabbit hole with rants on there, but I could be wrong. I mean, if someone has a disagreeing opinion on that, I found it the most on Facebook and eventually just decided to get off of Facebook. And then time suck. Oh, totally. I think you've got to be really careful I wake up in the morning and I start the day with my Wordle and then I'm like, well, let me go see what's happening in the IG. Let me go see what's happening on Facebook. And before you know it, an hour and a half has gone by. That is not what I needed or a way to start my day. So more consciousness or awareness around how you use it. Asking, is this serving me? 
Oh, yeah. How you consume is so important because there are days that I am on social media that I know it's for content creation, putting stuff out there, adding value. And then for the last month, like I have been just consuming and scrolling because I am so exhausted from I have real hardcore therapy burnout right now and just life burnout and recovery burnout and trying to figure out what's next by the end of the day all of those things have left me feeling like I don't want to do anything other than watch tv and scroll on my phone and so I know that I'm consuming from that perspective and I'm okay with it at the moment but Mm -hmm. I'm with you on the time suck like it's so you just don't even realize where it goes I don't know if it's a thing on the Androids because you're an Android person, but on the iPhone, you get time limits for your apps. So you can choose to have it like kick you out of the app after a certain amount of time. Can you go back in? I mean, yeah, but you have to like enter a pin number and then it'll send you a, you can like snooze it. So it'll tell you like remind you in 15 minutes or you can say like ignore it for the day. Mm. It's kind of nice. Because we haven't even started to talk about the TikTok. Forget about it when I get on there. I'll even look at the time on my phone and I'm like, okay, it is 11.07. You can go until 11.30. And then next thing I know, it's like 12.12. And I'm like, okay, 12.15. Okay, now it's one. Also, mind you, these are like a.m. times that I'm saying. I'm like, wow, I, I really should go to sleep and not just keep watching the TikTok. But sometimes it's it's entertaining. And I go so far as when I think about how I'm consuming it and that question of, is this really serving me? I just take, especially the TikTok, I just take it off my phone because I get phases where apparently I just don't have the control around it. And so I'm like, nope, take it off. And then I really have to think about it when the time comes and I go, oh, I want to get back in there to go put it back on and kind of go through everything again. But yeah. I think that's smart. I can tell you the story, I think, as to what made you put this on our topic list. It was summertime. You were driving out here. We met in Santa Fe. While we were there, we were walking around the art booths that were set up. And I walked by one artist and she had this picture up and it's actually our cover art for the podcast. It was just a great interaction. So Um, good. Asked for permission to use the photo, told her about the podcast, and she granted us permission. As we walked away, I looked at you and I'm like, oh, I wish we would have taken a picture with her. I wish we would have gotten that on film. Like, it was just such a cool moment. And you said to me, I actually think it's nice that we didn't because we just got to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. I personally still wish it was on video, but it's fine. (laughs) It was a really fun moment to witness. I didn't even realize that's where you were going as you were looking. Her artwork is beautiful. Julie B. Salazar. need to make another trip there and hopefully connect with her. And we can take a picture next time. But yeah, sometimes. And I think especially for those who utilize social media more for 
their business because we know a lot of people do that and people have grown great businesses because of it. To me, they're consistently having to think, take this picture, do this video, let me do all these things. And are we missing out on just being in that space and experiencing it? I think it's funny that you say, I wish we would have recorded it. I like it the way that it was. Though these days with my memory, I will say sometimes it is nice to go back through pictures or videos and be like, oh, that's right, because we forget things. I guess that is a cool thing too about having posts in social media. That and the ranting, just went back. Those (laughs) two things. So really when it comes to social media, do you feel like it's made you not live as presently or because you don't really post has it inhibited your life in any way or it was really just the idea of I wanted to go back and take a picture and like we weren't going to recreate this scenario we just had but what about it like we've watched other people do it and we feel bad for them I mean I've posted a little bit. I've worked on being a content creator. I'm going to continue to do that once I get some type of burst of energy. I'm waiting for it to come back to me. Where is your heart at when you think about this? It's mm, a good question. I do think maybe it came a little bit from a space of finding myself not always being in a moment. Instead, thinking about, oh, this would be a cool thing to share on social media. I guess just to recognizing change in society of you never would have thought that before. And now that's a thought that happens for those who use social media. It's that self-check piece of, is this serving me? I think social media could be used just like the use of another substance, food, alcohol, um, shopping, right? 100%. Yeah. It's a way to avoid doing your taxes, (laughs) cleaning your office, or having a difficult conversation with someone that you need to have. So I guess in this whole thing, circling back around, though I don't know that I can really say that because I feel like we've zigzagged and been all over the place, but it's just more, how are you utilizing it? And is it serving you? Tony Jones has a song, Being Real is the New Fake. And she talks about social media. These words become buzzwords, right? Authenticity, being authentic, be real. So then you start seeing people on there like, here I am, no makeup, here's the real me, which I think is great. But to her point, is that now the new fake? Am I now just doing this? Because that's what everyone else is doing. And this is a way to try and show that I'm being authentic. So being aware for yourself, what you're doing with it, how you're choosing to use it, whether it's for personal or business, what you do or don't post, as well as how you consume it. I guess it all just comes back to that. That's where I'm at with it. It's another thing that I think has started to become an issue for some that value is derived out of it. Your likes or followers do not equate to your value. And when you start to run into that wall, it is something that's like a bit of a gut check. And it's like, okay, I need to detox from this. This isn't serving me. Like you said, just really asking yourself, why am I using this? And what am I hoping to get out of it? What is it adding to my life? What is it not attracting to my life? 
I mean, in 2021, shortly after the accident, I took a three-month break. I deleted Instagram. I deactivated my account. And at that point, I think all I had was LinkedIn and Snapchat. And even with Snapchat, like I really don't use it that often. Oh, I love Snapchat. (laughs) I know you do. My roommate right now, she hasn't had her Instagram activated for a couple of months now, and she's loving it. I think that there's really something to be said for taking those detox periods and not even just social media, taking time away from your phone, turning off the notifications so that it doesn't like buzz and you instantly feel like you have to reach for it and look at who's trying to get a hold of you. All of that is so important to deprogram from because it's just become our norm. Mm-hmm. It has. I feel like this was a really roundabout rambling kind of conversation about social media, but hopefully you've gotten a little something out of it and would love to hear your thoughts about it. Do you have a favorite social media platform? And is it something that you're following or that you use? And how has that worked for you? Even share a pet peeve about it. Feel free to contact us with your rant if you want, because this is a space to do that. Love to hear your thoughts about social media. And if I'm way off and you want to give me a different viewpoint or something to think about or way to think about it, bring it. I'm here for it. I love that. I also want to circle back before we wrap this up to you being a comment reader. I had never really used social media for that. And then actually another really good friend of mine said the same thing. And I was like, oh, my mom and you would like hit it off great. (laughs) And now I've started reading some comments and you're right. Like there is gold in there. There are so many funny people in the world. (laughs) So many funny people. And also let's be honest, some just really shitty ones. If you don't don't have a nice comment to say, don't say it. Right. But social media seems to be the place to do that. That could be a whole other huge conversation. But yeah, for now, let's just go with comments are fun. Yeah. (laughs) Comments are fun. I like that. Uh, If you enjoyed this week's conversation, please share it with someone. Let's get more people listening to the podcast. The more people we have talking about this, the bigger our community gets to grow and the greater impact we get to have. It's kind of funny. We're talking about social media and then we're like, oh, social media is like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) If mom and I are totally your cup of tea, Please leave a five-star rating of the show. Please leave a review wherever you are listening. Follow the show, and that will continue to help the podcast community grow as well, and we appreciate your support with that. We will be back next week. But in the meantime, please remember, life is beautiful, and you create the magic. Have a good one. Connect with Shannon and Alexis in the Evolving Truths community by visiting evolvingtruthspodcast.com. Links are in the show notes. The artwork for this project was created by Julie B. Salazar and is entitled Celebration from the Inner Landscape Print Series. The Evolving Truths podcast is produced and edited by Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, recorded from the Corner Studio in conjunction with Alexis Ray Enterprises, LLC.